0: Welcome back again to your daily Bible podcast as we continue through the Gospel of John. Today we are in John chapter 19, verse 18 through 42. Jesus has been arrested, he's been tried, and even though Pilate, the Roman governor, saw no reason for Jesus to be crucified, he allowed the crowd to make the decision, the Jewish leaders. Um, declared that Jesus had to die for claiming he was the Son of God, and once again declared that they only believed Caesar is their king. So Pilate handed Jesus over after having him beaten, after having him whipped, after having him mocked, he handed Jesus over to them. And they took him to the place called Golgotha. And we pick that up in verse 18. There they crucified him, and with him two others what Jesus is experiencing at this moment. You need to rewind and remember who Jesus is and where he came from. Jesus is the creator of the universe. All power and all authority belongs to him. He spoke all things into being. He was attended to by angels. He lived eternity past and has all the power of the universe in the universe at his beck and call and yet here he is hanging on a cross put there by us tortured and mocked with the ability to get down whenever he wanted to but he didn't he stayed there and suffered and allowed himself to feel all of it all the pain all the agony all the suffering he went through all of that and while he was going through it unjustly He never made a mistake. He never did anything wrong. And here he is suffering the most painful form of execution that an evil mankind has ever come up with. And while he's going through all of that, what's he doing? He's worried about his mom. He sees her standing there amongst people whom he loves, and she's there with John. John, the writer of this gospel. And he looks at John and says, John, from now on, she's your mom. He looks at Mary and says, this is now your son. Remember, in this culture, a widow like Mary would have been cared for by her family. And even though Jesus has brothers, he says to John, this is now your mother. And apparently John listened to what he said because it says from this day on, the disciple, John, took Mary into his own home. Verse 28, later knowing that everything had now been finished, and so that scripture would be fulfilled, Jesus said, I'm thirsty. A jar of wine vinegar was there, so they soaked up a sponge in it, put the sponge on a stalk of the hyssop plant, and lifted it up to Jesus's lips. When he had received a drink, Jesus said, It is finished. With that, he bowed his head and gave up his spirit. It is finished. Jesus was declaring that everything necessary everything necessary for you and i to be saved to be redeemed everything necessary for the for the gap that had existed between us and the father ever since adam and eve's sin in the garden of eden everything necessary to bridge that gap to unite us once again with the father to cover our sins to declare us righteous everything was done jesus By dying on the cross, paid the price. The sacrifice was made complete. And with his death and his final breath, he was declaring that he had finished the work that the Father had sent him to do. With that, he bowed his head and gave up his spirit. Nobody could take it from him. Jesus willingly gave it up. Verse 31. Now it was the day of preparation, and the next day was to be a special Sabbath. Because the Jewish leaders did not want the bodies left on the crosses during the Sabbath, they asked Pilate to have their legs broken and the bodies taken down. The soldiers therefore came and broke the legs of the first man, who had been crucified with Jesus, and then those of the others. But when they came to Jesus and found that he was already dead, they did not break his legs. Instead, one of the soldiers pierced Jesus with a spear bringing a sudden flow of blood and water. The man who saw it has given testimony, and his testimony is true. This is John saying, I saw this with my own eyes. He knows that he tells the truth, and he testifies so that you also may believe. These things happen so that the scripture would be fulfilled. Not one of his bones will be broken. And as another scripture says, they will look on the one they have pierced. Verse 38. Later, Joseph of Arimathea asked Pilate for the body of Jesus. Now Joseph was a disciple of Jesus, but secretly because he feared the Jewish leaders. With Pilate's permission, he came and took the body away. He was accompanied by Nicodemus, the man who had earlier visited Jesus at night. Nicodemus brought a mixture of myrrh and aloe and about 75 pounds. Taking Jesus' body, the two of them wrapped it with the spices and strips of linen. This was in accordance with Jewish burial customs. I want you to see something amazing happening here. Jesus is being cared for and taken down off the cross and provided for by Nicodemus, the Pharisee that Jesus had had that nighttime experience with where he told him everyone had to be born again. Nicodemus is the one who spoke up for Jesus during Jesus' trial. In fact, it caused the, the other judges to say, Are you one of his disciples too? And here at the very end, it's very clear, Nicodemus is one of his disciples. Nicodemus had great personal costs and great risk to himself with another believer, Joseph of Arimathea, take Jesus' body, provide for him, care for him, as was the custom of the Jews, and lay him to rest. Verse 41. The place where Jesus was crucified, there was a garden, and in that garden, a brand new tomb in which no one had ever been laid. Because it was the Jewish day of preparation, and since the tomb was nearby, they laid Jesus there. I just can't get out of my mind how shocking this scene is. Jesus is God, He made the world, He has all the power and authority. He can do whatever he wants, he can speak it and it will happen, he can call down armies of angels. He's in total control and he allows himself to suffer. He allows himself to be tortured and to be murdered. He allows himself to go through all of this because he loves you that much, because he loves me that much, because he desires a relationship with you that much. He wants you to live a life full of His abundant life, full of His Spirit, set free from the power of sin and death once and for all. And so He was willing to suffer this incredibly difficult situation. Why? So He could be with you, so you could know Him, so that you could be forgiven, and so that you could live life to the full. I want to encourage you today to consider the price that Jesus was willing to pay for your life and then to consider how much that means you're worth to him Jesus has a great plan for you, for today, for your life and he wants to see you live that life to the fullest he's provided you, the Holy Spirit to lead you, to guide you, to advocate for you to teach you, to instruct you he laid down his life to make that possible so that through your life Other people would be touched by his spirit, by his love, by his presence. Through your life, you could show other people what he's really like. Let's pray. God, use me today. I don't want to take it for granted what you did on the cross. So I say, here I am. Use me. Use my hands and my feet, my voice to proclaim your gospel through word and through deed. Help me, God, to live my life to the full for you. I pray it in your name. Amen.